This is Life Between Classes, where we talk about what's going on in your life and in your mind between classes. Hey guys, um, so I have a quick confession, which is that I don't know how to start my episodes, and sometimes <laughs> I record myself starting them, like, a couple times, and then I listen back, and I'm like, no, I sound weird. I sound, it sounds forced, like I'm faking it. So I just figured I would start off today by telling you that, whatever, I'm not a professional podcaster, and it still feels kind of weird recording, even though I'm not in the room with you. But anyway, um, I have a super quick episode today. It's going to be uncensored, unfiltered, probably unedited it. <laughs> unedited. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so giggly this morning. Um, but I actually wasn't even planning to have an episode today or this week because, you know, just nothing came to me. And I don't want to just put something out there just for the sake of putting something out there if it's not actually worth saying. Um, but then, um, at the very last minute on my run this morning, of course, I got this thought that I wanted to share with you. So here's my um, very endorphin-induced morning thought coming to you. Okay, so the question is, what's your drishti? And if you're thinking what the mm, is a drishti, then I'm going to read you the definition online and then I'll tell you my definition. Okay, so drishti is from uh, yoga, um, and it's, okay, so it says on, I don't even know what site this is, oh, Wikipedia, of course, <laughs> Wikipedia tells us that uh, a drishti is um, a focused gaze, is a means for developing concentrated intention. It relates to the fifth limb of yoga concerning sense withdrawal, as well as the sixth limb, dharanara. <laughs> Dharana <laughs> relating to concentration. Okay, so something about concentration and focus gaze is what I'm going to take from that. The way I understand a drishti, or rather the way I use a drishti in my yoga practice, and it's my yoga practice is very, <laughs> very rudimentary. I don't even take classes. I just do, I have a home practice and I do yoga with Adrian videos, um, which are great, which I love. And if you don't know yoga with Adrian, go check it out on YouTube. She's awesome. Anyway, so back to um, Drishti. So when you're doing balance postures, balance poses, um, it helps to find something in the room, uh, like a focal point that you can lock your eyes onto and use as an anchor to help you balance. And it really makes like a world of difference. And now I'm kind of, as I'm saying this, I understand what it means by the fifth limb of yoga. It's, it's almost like you're extending your gaze as a limb that you're using to hold on to whatever that thing is in the room um, that you're anchoring your, your eyes onto to achieve balance. Um, so it could be like, you know, I don't know, a thing on the fan on the ceiling or a spot on the wall. I usually use a spot on the wall or a spot on the floor. <laughs> um, so, it, it, so it's about maintaining balance, maintaining control and composure um, 
while you're doing something challenging. And and I feel like in yoga, it also helps me mentally. It just gives me a place to focus not only my eyes, but also my mind. So it's kind of about like quieting the mind and keeping my concentration steady. So why am I asking you this today? Well, a lot of us are getting ready to start a new academic year, to start a new semester, right? And I feel like a drishti is something that can help us, especially in these very uncertain and rapidly changing times that we are living in. So many things have been up in the air, and we don't know how this academic year or how this semester is going to unfold. And a lot of the things I think that, you know, this whole pandemic has taught us that a lot of the things that we used to sort of rely on to give us a sense of purpose, a sense of stability um, and continuity and routine in our life, a lot of those things have just disappeared at a moment's notice or changed or shifted and things are constantly shifting You know, you don't know if your courses, well, some of you already know that all your courses are online, so I'm talking to my Loyola peeps out there. Um, Some of you have some courses online, others in person, but you don't know if that's going to change. You don't know if campus is going to close. You don't know, I mean, there's, you don't know if your athletic season is going to um, be canceled midway through, or I don't know. So many things are up in the air, right? So we need stability. We need we need to find balance in the midst of all of this chaos. And that is not going to be something outside of ourselves. It can't be. Everything is changing. Everything is constantly shifting. And I mean, this is part of life, but it's really been amplified and, um, and spotlighted in, in recent months. Um, and this is definitely true for my life right now. And, um, and so Adrishti can help us maintain balance, maintain composure, and maintain our focus on what's important to us, regardless of what happens outside of us. So what can that be? Well, let me tell you, I'll give two examples. One is an example from um, when I was in grad school. I, uh, towards the end of my degree, I had to prepare to take comprehensive exams. Um, there was a written portion and, um, and an oral portion, like in front of the board of professors. And as you can imagine, if you know me, if you've listened to any previous episodes, you know that this idea of a major comprehensive exam caused a great deal of anxiety. I have, historically, and to some degree still, um, suffered from a lot of performance anxiety, just paralyzing performance anxiety. So one thing that drove me to prepare really well, but it also forced me to strategize, like, how am I going to maintain my calm when my nerves start, you know, um, acting up, you know, in the moment of being on the spotlight, standing in front of the board of professors, answering questions in Spanish about the hundred plus books I had to read for for my program. I mean, that just caused so much anxiety. So I thought I have to find a drishti. And so one day when I was, um, I was doing yoga and I had some incense burning, which I love to do. I still do that. Um, and I was watching 
I was watching the stream of smoke float up from the end of the stick of incense. And if you've ever watched this, you'll know it's just such a beautiful sight. (laughs) Sounds kind of trippy, but just light some incense and just watch that smoke kind of lift and dance and just make all these really beautiful shapes in the air. And it's very calming. It's almost like hypnotizing, kind of entrancing. And so I was watching that and, and I thought, that's my drishti. That's what I'm going to come back to. That's what I'm going to think about in the moment of um, panic. If I feel panic coming on during my exam, when I when I feel put, put on the spot and, and if I feel that paralysis coming on, I'm going to go back to that and I'm going to remember I am calm. I am centered. I can do this. Okay, so that was my drishti. So it was basically an image, um, but an image that I attached to a thought of I am calm. I am, I am centered. I can do this. Okay, so those are kind of sort sort of like mantras, I guess you could say, um, or um, what's the word? Affirmations, um, which are awesome as well. So that was a powerful drishti for me. And I remember even in the moment of my, my comprehensive exams using that and finding, uh, finding balance and peace and composure there. Um, so what's my drishti now? Well, this year, um, I had a word of the year that I, that I decided back in January. Um, my word of the year was create. And so this whole year for me has been kind of returning to my creative practice. Um, that was a big intention for me. And really, a drishti is kind of like an intention. Um, and now now that I, I've gone deeper into that, and especially this semester, I'm actually not teaching. Um, a lot of you listeners probably know that already, but, you know, because of the um, the financial crisis at the university and the pandemic and everything, they've cut back on a lot of the um, faculty. So I don't have any classes this semester. Um, and, but at the same time, I need to, I need to f- maintain my balance and my stability in my day to day life. So I have kind of come up with this drishti that's related to my word of the year. And it was inspired by something I read in Elizabeth Gilbert's book, um, Big Magic, which I read earlier this summer. And gosh, I meant to look up the exact quote, and I didn't. Um, I'll just paraphrase it. What what I'm saying in my mind is um, bringing forth the treasures within. So she has this idea of creativity as like this um, dipping inside of yourself and bringing forth these hidden treasures and bringing them out into the world. And that can take any form. And so the reason I like this as a sort of drishti or an intention um, is because this is something that I can... I can do in many different ways. Like no matter what I'm doing, um, it, it can take so many different forms. Ooh, I just had deja vu. That's kind of weird. Anyway, so bringing forth the treasures from within. So I can do that obviously as part of my creative practice when I you know, do a, a new drawing or create a new print or painting. That's bringing forth an image or a treasure that I have inside of me, bringing it into into reality. I can do this in the form of writing. In the for- I've been writing some poetry this summer, so that's a way of like bringing forth the treasures from within. I can even do this in conversation with people, like a really good, deep, open conversation, like bringing forth the treasures within when you're sharing with someone 
openly, um, that is a way of living out that, um, that idea, that intention. Okay, so what's your drishti? What is something that you can find as a point of balance, as a focus that, well, as a point of focus that helps your balance, that helps your overall stability in your life, that's not dependent on one particular activity, right? So so you got to think like if something that you're doing is sort of taken away from you or taken out of your life, um, you want to have something that you can still do. So that's very vague. How do I explain this better? Um, So maybe it's an image that you have of yourself at the end of the semester or at the end of the year, looking back with pride on what you've done. Maybe it's an image you have of yourself way down the road in the future doing something that you really want to be or do in life. Maybe it's, I mean, it can take so many different forms. Maybe it's like the image of a sunrise over the ocean that you watched this summer that just gave you so much peace and inspiration and beauty. You can come back to that. You can remind yourself when things get stressful, when things get hectic, you can remind yourself of that sense of calm that you experienced in that, in that sunrise. Uh, or maybe it's um, at the, the lake that you go to or a special place that you go to hike, a favorite tree that you have. Um, maybe, I, I don't know, look, look at your life. Think of the things that bring you peace and calm or inspiration or, or some sort of purpose that you can live out no matter what's happening around you. That You can show up every day and come back to that to find either a sense of purpose or a sense of peace. So those are kind of two different uses of it in different directions, but I don't know. In my mind, they're related, and I wanted to share that with you kind of as a general concept um, that I think could be helpful in these very uncertain and changing times. Gosh, is anyone tired of hearing the word (laughs) uncertain or the phrase uncertain times? I am, but yet I'm still here saying it, so... I don't know, media. (laughs) Okay, you guys, I've got to run. Um, Not literally run. I already did that. I need to shower and go meet a friend for coffee. Um, So I'm wishing you a happy Friday, a lovely weekend, and an awesome week next week, uh, especially if you're going to be starting classes next week. I'll be thinking of you. I'll be cheering you on from afar. And um, I have some good um, conversations coming up that I'm planning to record with some former students. So they'll be coming up in the next few episodes. And I plan to check back in with you very soon. Thanks for joining us for Life Between Classes, where we know that there's more going on than meets the eye.